Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tim Shea's in my sidecar. And on my lap on this motorcycle ride we call life is Tim Allen. Hey, buddy. Morning. Hi. What's up? What's up? Just living my life. What's going on? You a little somber or horrible? Why? Just a horrible day. Do you want to not talk? No, I could talk. I can let you go. No, 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 no. That's all right. Be a good distraction. I mean, is it better for the show that I let you go? If you're going to be a buzzkill, I already got that with Tim Shea here. (laughs) No. No, it, it'll be fine. All right. I've, I've been trooping through this for, oh, I don't know, almost eight months. <laughs> we can stop any time now. You got to do that thing where your brain gets like, you need your brain to get transported into a new body. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that would, that I'm would still help. not convinced this isn't going to kill me. I'm, I'm not kidding. This is your long COVID. Yeah. What's it's, wrong today? It's, it's just horrible. It's just horrible. Living living your life every minute with a chronic illness is it's just it's just man, it's it's just so phew, horrible. It's horrible. But well, no, I no, I mean why 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 no, I, Tim, I'm trying to complain about the brewers. You're telling me you're going to die. <laughs> well, I'm not convinced I won't because of this. Well, can you wait till after the brewer season so I don't have to do the- I'm I'm hoping. I'm Those hoping, game shows. I'm hoping Good to luck, hang in Bart. there. I, I, what? Uh, what? <laughs> so you don't have I, to do the post. So, so a fall death for me is is pretty good. That'll be all right. Yeah. Well, no, because then I'll probably have to do. Your, uh, I don't. No. no. <laughs> you Are you doing fantasy? In. I don't want to be a part the of the fantasy that. football show too. Yep. All right. Yeah. If you could die around January. Okay. That that sounds good. I'll give it some time. Yeah. I'll give some time. Slowly fade away. Could That'll you not die? Right. Honestly, could you not die? Dude, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. It it is just tough. I know people have worse things going on, but it's it's quite challenging. It it, it definitely is changing me, that's for sure. Well, um, I don't have any way to talk about the Brewers now after this. Do you no, want to say you, something? You, you do. It, it, that's what this provides to a lot of people. I, I, I made mention of that yesterday too. Not not on my illness, but just just the fact that you know, this is it shows like yours and the post game show and, and sports in general that is a great escape from the everyday and what ails you and you might have some economic trouble, especially these days. You're definitely going through some issues there. But um, you know, filling your tank and inflation and all that stuff. But 
you know, it gas is, is a good gas, escape gas for Gas is that. down for the 38th straight day, but go ahead. Well, yeah, no, that's a good sign. That's a great sign. And uh, but but it is a great distraction. And, and, you know, down the stretch here, that's what we expect. And now another day closer to that trade deadline, Bart. Are you going to believe this Juan Soto hype for even a second? So the MLB, MLB.com, they polled 17 executives and they said, give me your top three teams where you think Juan Soto might go. And one guy in his top three said, oh, I don't know, the Brewers. <laughs> and then people are like, okay, can we, can we get can we get Juan Soto? One guy in his top three. And for all we know, it might have been the Cardinals guy or a Cubs guy that'd been like, hey, watch this. Uh the Brewers. That'll that'll give their fans something to chew on. Yeah, no, that that just I don't think that what the, the asking price is, I think Rosenthal was reporting that, that you know, the asking price is like four or five. I mean, a handful of your top prospects, not just, oh, in, in your system, they're number 28. They're, oh, there's a number eight, you know, and then we'll throw in a, a major league guy with a little team control. And in this case, that would be someone like a Keston Hira. I just, I don't think that Stearns is style. Um, no, I don't, I don't think... think there's any possible package that we have for Soto. I don't, if I'm, if I'm Washington and I have Soto, uh, comparatively, stat-wise, this guy's like it's like trading Ted Williams. So, what are you going to trade for Ted Williams? I mean, I'm trading. If I'm Washington, I want I want one of Burns or Woodruff. Right there, uh, and then I want God. Who do I want for a hitter? Probably I don't know that 18 year old that's raking. I want him. Jackson Cherio. Yeah. yeah, and then I want two or three of your outfielders that are uh, right as uh, my old friend used to say on the come. Mitchell. Yeah, give me him, yeah. him, and. Uh, and another guy, Hedbert Perez, and then throw him in there too. Yeah, and then one more arm, just you know, uh, a lottery Kelly. flyer arm in Abel. I need and, those six Antoine guys. Kelly. Yep, then I'll that, give you that. Juan Soto. Yeah, no, I, you know what though, Bart, I would, I would think that uh, Stearns would be more apt to put a package together if the Brewers' offense uh, was good. I mean, if they were great. I mean, he'd be in in a weird way. I think he'd be more apt to slide those chips in if the Brewers' offense was was really rolling. Well, and Stearns doesn't want to trade a bunch of good prospects to the Nationals because when he leaves us for the Mets, they're in the same division. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I mean, you know, it it they're they're going to probably make some moves here. And again, it, it's up to your dance partner too. And and they, you know, you might get some doors slammed in your face and. You know, you want this guy, and you just can't get the deal done. I uh, I would be shocked by that. I'd be surprised if there isn't a reliever. Now, the Jake McGee acquisition so far, so good for him. Two appearances and, and looking good. But I still think maybe another arm in that – well, not maybe. I, I'm pretty sure they will pick up a reliever. Um, and then the center fielder, that's a big talk. I mean, but you still have to have that dance partner the, to get the deal done. And, you know, on top of that, Bart, it's you're probably looking at guys with team control. It's, it's really kind of paramount for Stearns, and it might not be just a rental here. Although Eduardo Escobar was a rental last year. You didn't know, uh, you know, what was going to happen after that. I would have signed, re-signed him because he seemed to fit uh, pretty well. I don't even – who did we even trade for him? I don't even know. Uh, I mean, I'll look it up, but – um, Cooper Hummel? I, I don't know. Yeah, Isn't I'd he the to... St. Louis writer? 
<laughs> we have to look that up. But uh, yeah, Cooper I, Hummel. Oh my yeah. God, good for you. Yeah, and, and so Cooper I, I, Hummel and Alberto Cyprian. Yeah, it's a good deal, really good deal. But you you know again, I, those that's going to be rare. So that was inexpensive. Outside of that, if you're going to throw down some some prospects, Bart, we all know this. It's going to be a player with team control, or else he's not doing it. Oh, Sternsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, team control, meanwhile, is what they've got Aaron Ashby under. I know you got to feel good about that since this new contract. Ashby's been a guy who, the same way I think we were talking about Corbin Burns years ago, you've been really high on Ashby, and now Brewers lock him up for a while. Yeah, and and that is that's just what Stearns does. He competes at a high level while rebuilding. I, I can't imagine what he would do with, though, I don't know, 80 extra million dollars per year. Not just in a given year, but just per year on average. I, I just, that'd be crazy. I wonder if he, as you said, once he leaves, I wonder if he takes the same tack in terms of, you know, recycling and, um, you know, competing and rebuilding at the same time. I wonder if he does that same thing or if he, if he gets locked into this big market kind of thing. Just whatever you need, just go out on a shopping spree. Just zap the credit card and, and the owner will be fine. I, I well, the thing with being a bigger change. market is obviously you have more money, but that allows you to take more risk. I remember the year that we couldn't sign Corey Knable and he's coming back from an injury. And it's like, I mean, what's he going to be like? The Dodgers are like, oh, I don't know. Here's $5 million. He can rehab here and maybe we'll throw him in in you know September. Yeah, and that's that's what they do. I, didn't uh, Jimmy Nelson sign something like a four $4 million deal also to do the same thing, just see what we've got here? Yeah, here's a couple million. We'll just see what we got. We can afford it. Uh, if it doesn't work out, you know, no, you know, just a few drips from the bucket here. And if it and works out, have, it's a bargain. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Yelich, who they went all in on. And, and that's a risk that we're seeing not come to fruition here so far. And I, I was talking yesterday on the show. Would you consider in about 10, 15 days if the offense doesn't – if the offense goes back to what they are? Because I think they're, they're rolling a little bit right now. Despite last night, I think they're on a roll. But if they go back to what they were all season, would you consider moving Yelich down? Because the, the theory would be, Bart, if you moved him up to get him going – then couldn't you use that same concept to move him down to get him going in a run production spot? I don't know. That's a good question. I kind of like him where he is. But see, they're they're missing that guy in the middle. McCutcheon's been awesome. Hunter Renfro, we're seeing. Who do you want to lead off? Come to fruition, and that's the problem. And 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 I think lefty righty. Maybe you flip flop the McCutcheon and and Yelich, and get these guys in run production roles with with the given situation. It was Wong. Remember uh, earlier this year, it was Wong and McCutcheon trading spots, yeah. depending on the lefty righty. Wong's been better this last week, but I've been really down on him defensively. He's been poor. I I think maybe it's it's due some consideration. To kind of take a tinker with Yelich in the five spot. Yeah, um, in the five, okay. Yep. Not the three, four, but the five. And just say, I hey, would rather dude. have him in the. That, that, you're, then you're going to cost him an at bat a game. 
Well, yeah, we'll save one strikeout per game, <laughs> hopefully. You know, and maybe maybe he starts driving the ball over the fence. His ground ball rate is horrendous. It's just awful. How, Brewers I don't fans, know. Leadoff's interesting because once you lead off, that's you only lead off once a game. You know. True. But see, and so it and matters again, for you, the first inning. And you could make the argument that his second, third, and fourth at bats are run producing positions it, based on that because you only, as you said, lead off one time. But I don't know. It, it's just that's what's missing a bat game changer, series changer, uh, carry a team through a, through a road trip. That's what's missing here. And, you, and you're trying to, you, you, we counted on Yelich to be that guy. And he's just not. He, he's not. He's, what is he, uh, pacing to knock in about 50 runs? 50. He still Maybe. only have eight home runs on the year, I think. He's, yeah, pacing for 12 or 13 home runs. That's not what you paid for. I mean, Brewers fans, they see these at-bats. And, yes, I agree that right now you're getting what you can out of him. But if you see the, the ABs, it's, it's just Duffers down in the dirt. Yeah, he'll get one once in a while. And and actually, we're seeing probably a, a little more contact in the last, I'd say, two or three weeks uh, in terms of driving the ball a little bit. But there's no home runs. There's no just rockets off the wall on a fly. There's just, I mean, it's not there. And it, and Brewers fans see this. So is it a, you know, grab him by the shirt, neck of the shirt and say, dude, let's go now. Or B, let's get what we can out of this guy and just leave him alone. Grab him by the neck of the shirt, Tim. If they're a celebrity, they let you do it. Well, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Outside of that, you can't touch anybody. <laughs> um, you know what? Why do we still have three catchers on this team? This is really no, pissing me off. I know off. why. We know why. Severino's going to help against lefties get this team uh, to the, uh, the promised land, and then he's not going to be able to play. But – but again, Bart, they never they, play him. They never play him. No, no, they, they played him last night. Okay. Yeah, they're starting to. And he had a hit and a walk last night. I just don't like him. And I'm sure he's a fine guy, but I don't like him on this roster. Who who to replace him though? He's played six. Get get Keston Hero back up here. That's one. That's one choice. He's played six games. And you're running thin in the month, and you have three catchers. You have three catchers and Tyrone Taylor and Jonathan Davis on your roster. Well, I like Davis. You do? I'd rather have Davis at the plate than Severino. I'd take Severino all day long offensively over Jonathan Davis. Especially against lefties. No, I don't care. I don't I'm the the fact that you have three catchers on this team is So what would you do? You you he has no options. You just turn him loose? Yeah, he does no good for me. Okay, so just cut him. So I'm keeping him against lefties for, what, one or two at-bats a week? Well, he's pretty good. He's a good offensive player. He really is. He's hitting four. He's got four hits and 16 at-bats. Get him out of here. Yeah, I'd cut him. (laughs) I would have never brought him back. You got Caratini. Or get rid of Caratini. But then you don't have him for the playoffs. The guy can't even play in the playoffs. No, and, and they're hamstrung a little bit. They're treating this guy like he's Manny Pena, like he's he's been here forever, and he's you know the you know like Brent Suter. 
Brent Suter would have been cut long ago. Well, now he's pitching better. But he's Brent Suter. Well, let's wait till the deadline because they may, may need that extra uh, bat by Severino. If, yeah. if they can't get anything done position player-wise, then they're going to need him. And then at the end of the, the regular season, I, I, I don't know what they're – they're just going to have to t- turn him loose. He's got no options, no anything. He's going to be a free agent. Oh, I had to block a guy this weekend because he thought I was you. This one guy's been chirping at me on Twitter for just anything that is possible. <laughs> and I decided, like, you know, because what, what guys will do is they'll chirp at you, chirp at you, and then you'll block them, and then they'll call you soft. It's like, oh, you can't take the heat. Uh, you got thin skin. Well, no, I just, I'm annoyed. Like, you're, you're making my left saying? a net negative. He said that I thought. Hunter uh, Hunter Renfro was no better than Jackie Bradley Jr. And he confused that for when you were calling him Hunter Bradley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at Jackie Bradley Jr. And instead Bradley of, like, now, explaining this whole thing, like, no, actually, it was – I mean, I got to just block you. I I really like Hunter Renfro. I the guy I'm talking about player. is uh, Tim Shea, by the way. That's Tim Shea yeah. just, just trolling you? Yeah, Tim Shea. It's what I do best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Indeed. Um, no, it was a joke. It's a joke when Hunter Renfro was batting, you know, 114 or something stupid. It was early on. That's all it was. If you look at Bradley Jr. now, he's back down to like 210. Yeah. Well, after that whole. It, it maybe his contacts. Maybe he lost Boston. the contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe the eyesight thing. That might have been know. what happened. Uh, one other thing I wanted to bring up with Ashby, we were talking about Aaron Ashby earlier. One other thing I wanted to bring up is I look at his contract, and so he's going to make, what, seven seven years he can get up to $46 million. Mm-hmm. Dude, I kind of feel like they took advantage of Freddie Peralta. I mean, they put a contract in front of him, and he signed it, Right. But Freddie's only making two million this year, and then he's only making three million the next year, and I think that what it tops out is five, and then there's two years after that for eight million. But those are club options. Like they really just—I think Freddie accepted their first offer. He's like, "Yeah." Now I'm not. What what do I want out of this? Do I want the Brewers to give up more money and then, you know, hinder their payroll because they got to make right by another guy? I don't know. It just seems. Just well, that's weird. the thing, though. I mean, th- that's prudent business for the economic times that the, the Brewers are in. I think what ha- needs to happen is Christian Yelich needs to give $2 million a year to Freddie. <laughs> Start spreading around that money a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him and his agent, they would love that. Like, in uh, when these guys go into the playoffs, you know, they get a big playoff bonus in all these different sports. And, and a envelope. lot of times they will spread that to the employees of the team. They'll say, "All right, well, we've had, you know, we've been great help from this department, this department. We'll spread it." I would just like Yelich to give two million dollars. I just stuff it in his locker. Just put two million dollars in there. We don't have to do a tax thing. You don't have to claim it. You just got two million. Just every time they hit the postseason, hey, we get our Yelich check. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get your Yelich check in your locker? Yeah, yeah, I got mine. Yeah. Or Yelich can dress up as Santa one day and just throw <laughs> money around. You know, and then then everybody's gonna love Christian Yelich. Yeah, Yelich yeah. can be like, hey, any any hit you guys get, that's a thousand dollars I'll put in your locker. Did you see the play the other the other day where he he went into a slide and he's still about eight feet away from the the railing? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, 
He learned from the best, man. You want to play middle of the fairway <laughs> defensively? Ryan Braun will teach you how to do that. When yeah. was the last time? I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the air. I certainly did off the air. Do you recall the last time either Braun or Yelich ever ran into a wall or a railing? I feel like Yelich has done it. I I don't I don't remember it. I mean, he wasn't like looking to break himself like Jonathan Davis or Tyrone Taylor do. He's but. a former Gold Glover. Let's let's keep that in mind. So yeah. defensively, he is he is plus well was plus defender. But I don't recall him really really going after ball. He had a couple of diving grabs earlier this season when everyone was speculating, well, the knee hurts or the back hurts or whatever it was. No, he was. He was diving for some baseballs, but it's just a random disconnected thought. John is in Franklin, 414-799-1250. What's up, John? Oh, good morning, boys. Tim, always good to get on with you. Thanks. So uh, I, I'll tell you one thing, though. Yeah, I mean, you could talk about bronze uh, in the outfield, but uh, I miss the feeling of a brewer coming up to bat in a crucial situation or with runners on base. Yep. And the feeling I had when Braun was at the plate, the feeling was take some of this guy, walk him, or you're probably going to be regretting pitching to him tonight. Who do we got on this team that's like that? A lot of. You, uh, you, you do have a couple, John, only in spurts, only it, when they're hot. So, like Hunter Renfro, you're like, you, you feel, you felt a lot better in the first three games of that Rocky series with. With Hunter Renfro, like you, you almost thought he was going to come through, but I get what you're saying. It was almost a constant with Braun. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, you just got to hope our our system is going to produce another, you know, another round of guys like we had back then. Even though it didn't net us a World Series, it sure was a fun run. I'll tell you that much. But for a team that that values home runs as much as they do, if you look at some of these draft choices, are they? Are they uh, forecasted to be thumpers and hit with a bunch of slug? It doesn't look like it. it really doesn't. Yeah, but we talked about this. Uh, Bart and I talked about this a couple couple days ago. You know, the home runs are great, but a team's more exciting when they're base hitting and getting runs, producing runs that way. If you ask me, because you get the home run, boom, lightning strikes, that happens. But it, to me, and they're rally killers. Home runs are rally killers. <laughs> I mean, to me, it just makes yeah. the game more the, the game more enjoyable. But as far as yesterday, I mean, it's good to see the Brewers come out of the gate. This is what we wanted them to do. Three out of four, I'm happy with that. Ashby, a solid performance. Um, you know, got to hope this guy, this kid's just another one coming out of the pipeline. Um, and honestly, I uh, I'll just be honest, and this may tick some people off because it sure is fun to speculate. But I honestly don't see Stearns making a big move. I see him making a couple of moves, but don't don't expect expect some sort of all-in move because I just don't think the team has shown enough for that to be the case this year. Not you know, it, it, and that's not to say they won't be successful in the playoffs this year, mm -hmm. but they're going to have to do it overall with the group they have, and maybe you know, in addition at the plate and probably obviously middle relief. You know, I'm sure they're going to pick somebody up, but don't. I hear some you know speculation, and I guess it's fun. And I guess it could be fun to talk about. Hey, we're going to try to go after it. It's just not reality. And I just, and especially with, like you said, with Yelich, with what has gone on with the money. 
Um, yeah, I just don't see it happening, but it, it's going to be interesting, especially if a certain team in our division makes a big move. How does, how does Stearns respond or not respond to that? Yeah. And, and thanks, really, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, John. He, it, Stearns and, and all of these presidents and, and GMs, they pretty much have determined what their team is by now. And we don't know what's rattling around in, in the cranium of David Stearns, but he already knows. And you might be right, John, that it is predetermined. I'm not going all in with this huge, splashy move, maybe a year, year and a half or two rental, because I know that w- what has to happen, and I believe this part of it, it has to be internal. These guys collectively have to step it up. They've got to improve. The The one guy is going to be fine, and it can turn things a little bit, but it, it, you you have to have the run production has to come from within these guys to get where they want to be. So that being said, you know, he can get the additional run production in theory by by coming from within instead of going all out and investing some of the future. I think he does. He, I don't think he really has a major problem in some of the future given up. But just to go all in with a team like this, Put yourself in that situation. You guys, uh, by virtue of listening to this radio station, you guys watch more Brewers games than than most would, and so you guys know. So if you're the if you're Stearns, and you you know you you've seen it all, so you make the the judgment call. How much would you go in on a team like this to get to and win a World Series? Yeah, you know, Coach Bud with the Bucks says it all the time, and we make fun of him, but I I think that. That philosophy might apply here that for the Brewers to be better, they just they need to be better. Like they're because I always talk about this lineup, you know, when you look at the lineup, you could look at the lineup and you could say it with a whimper. You could say, Well, it's Yelich and then Adamas and McCutcheon and Renfro, Telez. But then some days it's like it's Yelich and then Adamas comes up and then McCutcheon yeah. and then Renfro and then Telez. So it's like you know, it depends on like one of those three D posters, what angle you look at it. Either it's a really bad lineup or it's a really, really good lineup. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And there's certain games where you can just tell it, it it'll be a tight ball game, tie game, one run game, seventh inning. And you know that e- either there's gonna be a bunch of fireworks here or it's just gonna be eh, you know, the Reds retired six of the last seven brewers that came came to the plate. It's either all or nothing, uh, it seems. I do want to run this by you, Bart. I don't know if you read this um, on on the Cardinals manager, Oliver Marmel. And it, it falls in. Uh, I wanted to get to this at some point on one of these postgame shows, probably during the Cardinals series. But you've had this conversation many times with regards to expectations, what you expect out of a particular season or a, a particular organization as a whole. And I always refer back to when Hugh Jackson got hired from the Cleveland Browns. I was way impressed by this guy. Now, did things turn out? No, obviously not. But he came in and said, hey, man, my goals and our expectations are to win the, win the Super Bowl this first year. Well, Hugh, hey, coach, you're coming off of you know, an 0-16 or 1-15. Are you serious? And I, I agreed with him. And this is what Marmel said just the other day 
um, when he was in a press uh, pool. There's an expectation here where a winning season isn't about 500. That means nothing to me. Uh, I was brought up in this organization. It meant nothing to be over 500. Getting into the playoffs is great. It's not the expectation. The expectation is what happened in 2011. That's it. There's nothing underneath that. You either win the whole thing or you don't. In my eyes, above 500 means nothing. There's 29 losers. There's only one winner. That's it. Well, it sounds like a guy who's not going to be very happy that he doesn't have Paul Goldschmidt or Nolan Arenado available the next couple of games. If yeah, he has that, me. yeah, that's true. Canada just they they like to to play uh, you know mitigation and and uh, mandates, but I mean that's their decision. They can do what they want, but but again, this this is where this organization needs to be. What you just heard from that manager, now, I know a lot of people hate the St. Louis Cardinals. And, Tim, why are you praising the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals? Now, I'm not praising necessarily the organization or the team. I'm praising the concept and the theory. You know, well, oh, wh- yeah, okay, so I'm with you. Um, I know you are, Bart, yes. And, and so some of the pushback is – some of the pushback is people will say, well, the Brewers have been in the playoffs four years in a row. We're going to assume a fifth. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, "Well, like ten years ago, would you have ever thought that possible?" And that so which what is true, but 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 they're looking at it. It's not ten years ago, though. Right. Correct. Like ten years ago, where this organization was is not where they are now. And I'm always about progress. That's what I. That's what I've decided on progress. Like uh, the Bears are not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, they're going to be very bad. It should be their goal, though. Well, yeah, it's their goal, but it's not going to happen. So they should. The 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 way that I we always every year was this season a success was this season a success if they meet their expectation and succeed it exceed it a little bit then that's when it's a success it's a success it's very simple your season is a success if you have met your expectation or played above it that's it and so the Brewers right now are at a place where I think the expectation should be. NLCS minimum. And if you don't get there, then it's not a success. You're going to tell me if they make the playoffs and they get bounced in the first series that the season is a success because you made the playoffs? No, Marmel's right. With the Cardinals, their expectation needs to be World Series because they've done it and they've Mm -hmm. been good for so long. The Brewers are now at that point where going – I mean, we there were seasons, yes, where 500 was a success. There were. We've lived them. The first year they made the playoffs back in 08 – I ran up and down Follett Street in Fond du Lac with champagne bottles. <laughs> Non-losing season. On a yeah. Sunday. I think it was a little cloudy that day, if I recall correctly. But it was it was great because that was a we got to the playoffs. That was a success. Making the playoffs this year is not a success. It's expected. And so there's a big difference, and I'm mm-hmm. with you totally. Now, the Brewers, again, they could – here's the thing. They could go all in. They could give up all these prospects, and then in a few years from now, well, we're not making the playoffs again because we're starting over. Okay, but then you're starting over. Like, I'll bring up another Chicago team, the Cubs. The Cubs aren't going to make the World Series. They should see some level of uh, progress. They're not seeing it. I think that the Pirates and the Cubs could both finish 15 games under 500. The Cubs would be like, yeah, that's not a success. The Pirates, you might say, eh, we're a success. 
because we've got these guys coming up. Mm-hmm. There's some positive vibes. It's just all about your expectations going in. And the Brewers right now, if if the Brewers make the NLCS and lose game seven again, and I'm calling you like I did five years ago, and people are still like, it was a fun ride. I mean, I'm just going to be done. Well, you know. Because five years ago, oh, my God, you made game seven of the NLCS. That was great. But it's got to be a little more than that. Now it does, yes. And I agree with you. that We're at that, that gear-shifting point in the organization's history. We, we really are. We're at the point where now, you know, we're not, we don't want to be the, these, these, you know, oh, they, they really battled down the stretch. And look at them. They made the playoffs again. And, and they made the playoffs again. Look at this. this is, and and this, this is a good one, too. Well, you know it takes a lot to win a championship. Things need to go right for you. It's very difficult. But all of our teams, the Packers, Brewers, and Bucks, they the Packers, Brewers, and Bucks, we are in a glory age of sports in this state where their their level of success is determined by did you win the championship or not. They're all there. They're all at the top level. The Packers are going to be one of these Super Bowl contenders. The Bucks are going to be a favorite to win the NBA. The Brewers are still a top seven eight team depending on who you ask. They all are there, and it's us. It's not the teams that ever do it. It's always us as the fans, our, our softest cheese fan bases, that are always wanting to give out the participation ribbons. Why is it that way in this state? Now I'm, now I'm all Bart versus it, Wisconsin. but It is improving, though, Bart. It is. It really is. I think, I think people... It's okay uh, to dem- – I don't want to say demand, but it's okay to be upset if your team doesn't win the title. It's okay, yes. If they're good enough to win the it title. It doesn't mean you don't love them. Yeah, we're always like, well, no, uh, 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 what are we doing? It's gross. You know, it, it, it's at that point now, and that whole it, – it takes a, a lot of things to go right to win a championship. Yes, it does. Then what? You got anything after that? Other teams seem to have a lot of things go right and win championships. So this now it's time for a lot of things to go right for this organization to win a championship. And, and you know, people are going to uh, praise and, and, then, and then, you know, get down on a team the way, that, the way they want. I mean, it's, it's all perspective on, on how, what you want out of your team and what you expect out of your team and how much fun you have with your team and how many games you go to and uh, give them a give them a trophy for five straight years. The franchise has never done four. Now they're at five. Okay, that's fine. You do what you want. I'm just saying there are other philosophies that have the bar much higher. And if you say that, well, you're behind the eight ball again, which they are economically. You're behind the eight ball to compete with it. If that's what you want to think, that's that's fine. But that shouldn't change where you want to be and where your expectations are. At some point, they're going to crack through. They, they will, but it's okay to say, hey, you know, f- five or so years ago when, when this whole thing got started under, under council, I mean, you, you could say, hey, you got to crawl before you walk, but we've already crawled. We're, 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 we're Bart's son, and we're on our feet, and we're running around, and we're throwing things around, and we're, we're wreaking havoc at times. Okay, now it's time to have those expectations lofty, and it's okay. And here's the, the main point here, and I've said it for years. If you have those expectations that high every single year, then every single decision you make is based on that expectation. You make different decisions when your expectation 
is to make the postseason. Our job is to make the postseason. Our job is to get into the postseason again. Well, then you're going to make decisions based on that expectation and not our job is to win the World Series and win a title. There's a difference there. It's a subtle difference. It, it really is. But if you say uh, opening day every single year or opening day of training of uh, spring training, our job here is to win the World Series. I don't care who ends up on my roster. That's what Tony LaRussa did for years. Every year he would meet with his – here I go again with the Cardinals. But every year he would meet with his team first day of spring training and say, I don't care who is on the roster here come opening day or at, at the end of the year. Our job is to win a World Series. And why not in Milwaukee to have that philosophy because then decision-making is easier based on that. The other thing I want to say on this uh... – I want to use an analogy that again. That you hate Wisconsin sports fans? No, no, I just, we need to be better. <laughs> Every, I, I am like the blueprint of what you should be as a Wisconsin sports fan. But all, all everybody else wants to just like, like the Packers, they just want to have something to turn on after they get home from church. No, man, I want to win a world, uh, a Super Bowl, okay? <laughs> well, that's that's what I want. So the thing with baseball is it's hard to win a World Series, and then you'll get people saying, after that, you will get people saying, well, it's unfair. Uh, it's unfair. The system that we're in is unfair, and it's 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 against the Brewers. We don't have as, uh, as much money. Okay, so here's my analogy. Let's say you're running a race, and, like, you got a big tear in your muscle or something, right? It's really, it really hurts. And you got, like, 80% through the race, and you're, like, in second or third place. You're right there. Why did you even run, then, if... You had a built-in excuse. Like, why are we even trying? What, if you're the, if you're at that point with something hindering mm-hmm. hindering you, isn't it your goal to still try to finish? Why are we why are we saying that these excuses that we make it just doesn't make sense to me? I think I'm losing my train of thought here a little bit. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. If, if for those that rely on we the have a hindrance that we have a hindrance that it's not fair. It's not a fair system. But we are yep. able to get to a certain point with that system being unfair. So why don't we just try to do what we can to finish rather than yes. stop short and say, not unfair. That's what I'm saying. You, you need to find a way to circumvent the system, the bad economic system. Find a way to circumvent that and yeah, subsequently like pay, win a championship. Pay just Freddie Peralta peanuts. Just, just fight right through it. Yeah. Offer Freddie, uh, Freddie Peralta $2 million and have him take it. So Packer fans go to church, praise the Lord, and mm-hmm. then then after church they're like, "What t- gold Packers? Um, you know, what what time do the Packers play? That kind of deal." Yeah, uh, Packer fans just want something to watch after church, and Brewers fans just want somewhere to go to get blasted on an eighty nine degree day. <laughs> That's pretty simplified, but okay. I'm sure and uh, some of that. Bucks fans just want to. God, I don't know what Bucks fans want to do. I don't. Yeah. That, well, Bucks fans, I think Bucks fans want to win. I don't think they you got a lot of fair weather of Bucks party fans. Too, they, it's, yeah, describe the personality of your prototypical Bucks fan. Well, your prototypical Wisconsin fan says, I don't watch the Bucks. I ain't going down to Milwaukee. Your prototypical Bucks fan uh, wants a title. We love Giannis and we want a title. Mm-hmm. Because That's there's a team. Entertainment too. There's a team that got better. Made the progressions, 
Heather challenges, and then and then won. And made well, no good one decisions. wants to. No one wants to play in Milwaukee. No one wants to come here. We're screwed. Okay, well, you drafted a guy, and then he became a superstar, and then you traded for another guy, and then you traded for another guy, and you won. Wasn't that hard? <laughs> I mean, I'm downplaying it. Right. No, but and they you make good decisions along the way based on what your goal and expectations are. And that's where the Brewers need to kind of shift Yeah, gears the Bucks here. have at least said we want to win a title. Yeah. The Brewers are always like we just want to get a knock on the door. God, I think I'd, it's I'd, a little more than that though. I'd love I'd, for David Stearns at the trade deadline to make a trade and have a press conference and say, "We are trying to win a World Series." I would love that. You're hearing it a little bit more and more over the past two, three, four years. You, you are from some of these players. Woody's a good example. He he has come out and said that. I think he said that earlier this year in, in camp. Yeah, and then Tyler Barnes probably ran down there and said, don't say that. We're just trying to sell $2.5 million. <laughs> No, he would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timmy, I got, like, reads and ads and calls. Yeah, you better you better go to work. You need Sorry to get – you need it. to get uh, – Healthy. Eight months is enough, man. I've we got Ethan enough. Small night tonight. Yeah, we do. That's a good. Uh, that's that, that. That's a good cure for what ails you. Be well. Miss you. Love you. Thanks, guys. See you later. Miss you. Love you. Bye now. See you Friday, Tim. Yeah. All right. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.